Welcome to the Rumor Mill, everyone, your weekly quarantine pop culture news guide. I'm your host, Spencer. And I'm your host, Lexi. And we're doing a special setup today because this is my first week of quarantine and this I can't have anyone. Second. I know. This is my second week, yeah. We can't be together in person, but you're here in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, exactly. I've never had to record this alone. So you just being over the phone and like not next to me at your microphone, it's so bizarre. It's, it is a weird feeling not like looking at your face i will admit but i know, you know what? we're gonna make it work we're, we're gonna make it work working. and we're probably gonna have to for a little a little while yeah probably so what have you been up to in quarantine what are your quarantine activities um i've been watching a lot of scooby-doo scooby-doo no I'm, I'm watching scooby-doo. i love scooby-doo wait the cartoon or like the live action movies the cartoon Oh, okay, good. Like the like the original Scooby Doo and yeah. the Incorporated on Netflix. Yeah. Well, because my I drive a Subaru and my car's name is Scooboroo. <gasps> I love um, that. Isn't that so cute? I love it. So there's that, and then also I've been um I've been reading a lot of Star Wars. So Star Wars. Uh, yeah. So there's this thing. It's called the Del Rey timeline, which is the official um, canon timeline. Because there's like over 300 books. And like they just need to keep pumping out movies, honestly. Yeah. So there's the like the movies are like canon, and then there's like books that go along with that that like go in that like make it official, and those are the canon books. That's the Delray timeline, and then there's like hundreds of other like legends. Oh my god! I'm not reading those right now. Yeah, you're like I don't have time for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have time for that right now. So I'm just, I'm working through the, the Delray timeline right now. So I'm, I'm getting fully educated on my Star Wars. You are. You're it's getting really a, a degree in Star Wars. God. Pretty much. <laughs> I feel dumb. I've just been watching TV. <laughs> You're like reading and like, like empowering your mind. And I'm like, I'm watching TV. Honestly. Well, oh, what are you watching? Well, okay. You know what I've really gotten into is um, 90s family comedy Roseanne. Have you ever heard of Roseanne? Um, Roseanne Barr? Only from you. Yeah, probably. It's the funniest show ever. It's about a working class family. And it's so real and realistic. And their problems are real. And Roseanne is honestly one of my favorite comedians. She's quite controversial. But that show is just amazing. So I've just been binging it on Amazon Prime. It's You would love that show. If you love comedy, okay. it literally has me cracking up. It's been interesting. I've been like... I, I, I don't even know what to do with myself, but I kind of like it. It's a nice little detox. I love that. Yeah. It is. And it can be. I don't know. Yeah. I'm slowly losing my mind, but. <laughs> I'm, hey, you know what? I'm good with it. But honestly, COVID-19 is like totally disrupting our world. Like everything going on in Hollywood, like there are so many things postponed. Um, So many people in Hollywood have it. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson announced mm-hmm. that they have coronavirus. And I think... I don't remember how they got it or where they said they did, but I think Tom was either going to Australia or coming back from Australia because he was filming something and discovered that he had it. Um, Idris Elba also has coronavirus. Um, The father of Bravo, Andy Cohen, has coronavirus, which is so sad, honestly. Get well soon, Andy. Um, Watch What Happens Live has stopped production. The Wendy Williams show has stopped production. Disneyland is like has been closed, which this is only like the third time it's ever closed in its history. So this is a big which deal. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, so many TV shows. The the 2020 Billboard Music Awards has been postponed. The Met Gala has been postponed. Um, uh, the Batman, the new movie with Matt Reeves and or Matt Reeves Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson, that has stopped filming. Uh, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, that has been pushed back to August. Um, it's crazy. And music, music is really being affected. Um, Lady Gaga just announced that her new album, Chromatica, um, is being pushed back. There's some theories circulating around that it's the new release date is June 5th, because she released a statement to her fans saying that she's really sad, that she had a lot of fun promo surprises planned that she can't do now because everyone is stuck inside. Um, she actually had a secret set lined up at Coachella that she was going to perform at Coachella um, in like a secret. Oh, no. Yeah. So she said that a new release date will be coming soon, but actually uh, on Amazon, I think it's an international Amazon. The new release date might've been leaked, which is June 5th. 
So that's pretty far away. I'm kind of I was I was excited to listen to our album in quarantine. Same, me too. I mean, I feel like yeah. for artists, you know, the weekend just released his new album. I feel like right now, even though you know, artists if they're releasing new stuff, they can't do promo for it. I know Niall Horan from One Direction just released his new album and had to cut all of his promo. But I feel like right now is a really good time to release stuff because everyone's just sitting at home and doing nothing. Yeah, it's just people are gonna listen to it even if they wouldn't normally. I feel like but exactly. And and his new album, the week the weekend's new album is actually supposed to debut at number one with like over four hundred thousand in sales because everyone is just sitting home streaming music. So I feel like for Gaga, I I understand that she wants to do like the promo and and you know that's part of like her album rollout with her eras, you know, and her costumes that she wears and live performances, but. I mean, for streaming numbers, I feel like for artists to release their albums and music now is kind of smart. Yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And Dua Lipa is um, pushing her tour back. Uh, Billie Eilish is pushing her tour back. Um, It's it's crazy. It's crazy out there. It is. The Curse of Corona. Curse of Corona. So we're we're going to get into our our TRM song of the week, which is your pick this week. It is. So I'm doing a song by a band that's kind of up and coming. Okay. Um, they're called Cemetery Sun. Um, and they have so many good songs. The song that I'm specifically choosing is called Fake Love. It's just super, their songs, they have a, a unique sound. It's very poetic, hmm. um, which I really like. And their music is like upbeat and you can like really jam to it and rock to it. They've got, they just have a whole span, like spectrum of emotions with their music. Yeah, I love them, and I saw them live. Oh, you did? Um, when? Yeah, well, when I went to see Set It Off, Cemetery Sun oh, opened okay. for oh. Set It Off, and Cemetery Sun, I just fell in love with them. I got photos with the lead singer, and it was really, really cool. Oh my cool. gosh! And he is the nicest person. He's super dope. So, I just, yeah, I figured I would plug them because I really, really enjoy their music, and they have a lot of natural talent, and the yeah. passion for what they do is so palpable when they're performing on stage and they just love it so i just really kind of in love with the group so so wait repeat wait what's the song again it's called fake love by cemetery sun okay so everyone in quarantine go stream go Go stream stream go stream cemetery sun they deserve all the love in the world yes and it is time for our hot topics now that we got all the coronavirus talk out of the way we can get into some hot (laughs) topics Okay, so first on our list of hot topics, Amanda Bynes may be pregnant. Yeah, we don't really know. So she and Paul Michael, her fiancé. Her ex-fiancé. Ex-fiancé, yeah. Both posted a um, photo of an ultrasound on their Instagrams and then deleted it a few hours later. Which is like like, skeptical. Had um, captioned her as baby on board, so it was kind of like, oh, they're pregnant, but then they deleted it. I'm almost wondering if... Is it for clout? Is it for media? Seems a little the relationship seems a little rocky, but um, I'm almost wondering if they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have a baby," and then they like actually sat down and talked about it, and we're like, "We're not fit to be parents, at least with each other." It's so weird. Well, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell if it's her baby or somebody else's, or I mean, whether or not they're even gonna keep the babies. Well, actually, so, under her conservatorship, because she's under her her parents' control, similar to Britney Spears. I know we kind of touched on that a few weeks ago or so. But she may not be able to keep the baby if she is still going to court and fighting her conservatorship. She may not be found to be a suitable parent in which if she if she is pregnant, her baby could possibly be turned over to her parents. So maybe maybe that's why she took it down, because after she posted it, like the media lit up and after it was everywhere and everyone was writing about it, she took it down. So maybe that publicity, maybe she thought would backfire if if she if there's any custody issues possibly who knows yeah well i mean good luck to them if they are pregnant yeah if they are pregnant good luck it's hard enough to raise a baby with somebody you're no longer with yeah so maybe (laughs) maybe they're getting back it's it's so complicated and and obviously if they're not together maybe they're thinking this pregnancy will bring them back together good luck to them everybody thinks that I know. See, a baby never... Yeah, good luck to them. It's a messy situation. Indeed. So, moving on to some sad news. Uh, rumor has it Wonder Woman actor and the Carol Burnett show actor Lyle Wagner has passed away at the age of 84. 
Um, his family released a statement this week revealing that he died in his home in hospice care with his family around, and the cause of death was cancer, which is really Aww. sad because um, he was known for his work in television in the 70s and 80s, um, specifically on those two shows. But not only that, but Kenny Rogers, country music legend yeah. Kenny Rogers, also passed away this week um, at the age of 81. And his family released a statement saying that he passed away due to natural causes. So, I don't know. This week and just lately has been crazy. So, Of course, actually. So, both good people, both did great things. So Yeah. So, condolences to their families. Condolences to the family. Um, moving on to the next story. Dua Lipa, rumor has it, is pushing up the release date of her new album, Future Nostalgia, because... Her entire album got leaked, yeah, essentially. unfortunately. Um, which is a really sad thing to happen to an artist. Um, so she was going to release just a single on this upcoming Friday, which is going to be the day that this ultimately gets released for us as well. Yeah. Um, when our episode drops. It, when our episode drops. Um, but somebody somehow got the whole album leaked, so she's just going to release the whole thing this Friday. Yeah, so. which I feel like... I know we were talking about music a little bit earlier, which will be a smart move for her definitely because... I mean, what do people have to do but watch TV and listen to music? So True. it's so unfortunate, though, when people's albums and music gets leaked. I know um, a new song by Lady Gaga, a snippet of it titled Babylon, got leaked earlier this week on Twitter. And we actually have the snippet posted on our Instagram, which you can listen to. It's actually a, a really cool song. It samples David Bowie. It's kind of 80s style. Um but that definitely got leaked. And she's she's always had issues with people leaking her music. So, you know, with it happening to Dua Lipa, it's sad. Because this is her, like, her second album. And I, I, I hate that. I hate when, you know... I mean, good for, good for like, fans and stuff. They get the album early. But, like, for the actual singers, it really affects their streaming numbers. Yeah, no, for sure. Did you know that um, Christina Aguilera's album Bionic, which I love Bionic... Um, Same. That was, yes, that was released in 2010. That album actually leaked ahead of schedule, and it is the most pirated, downloaded album on the internet of the decade. Really? Yeah. It's, wow. It, it, I think it peaked on the charts at number three, but had it not been leaked, it would have been, like, way more successful. So, see, I, it's so unfortunate, but, like, I mean... That's it, so sad. It happens. So... Kim, Kanye, and Taylor. They're still beefing. It's been four years, and they still haven't figured it out. So, on to our biggest story, I would say, this week. Kim and Kanye and Taylor, uh, their 2016 feud has been reignited, mostly because the phone call, the infamous phone call between Kanye and Taylor, where he tells her about his 2016 hit, Famous, and some of the controversial lyrics in that song basically leaked in full this week. And you can actually find the full phone call. We have it posted to our Instagram, so you can listen to it there. So a few years back when Kanye released his song Famous, he rapped about Taylor Swift in the song. Now, she got mad at him after it was released, and they had this kind of public feud um, because what he said about her in the song wasn't super nice, obviously because they have a history of not getting along. Um, I mean throwback to that VMA stage when he swarmed the stage. Um, but... I don't know why they don't why like they, each other, but they don't like each other. Yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, so basically, Kim always alleges that Taylor Swift knew what was going to be in the song because Kanye called her from the studio and told her the lyrics, and she said, oh, that's fine. But after the song came out, she and her PR were like publicly mad about what he sang about, um, snippets of this phone call have kind of always floated around the internet, and uh, it actually shows that Kanye didn't initially tell Taylor all of the controversial lyrics in the song. He told her one of the lines, but he didn't tell her, he didn't paint the full picture for her. Um, on the phone call, if you listen to it, you can tell that she's nervous, um, but she doesn't make any reasonable effort to put a stop to it or say no. Um, she's kind of like giggly. I, I think she's probably nervous. 
um, he wrapped her the line. She said, oh, you know, because she was worried she, when they were talking. She's like, all right, well, is it mean? Like, are, are you talking, is it mean? Like, what you're going to say? And he said, no, I don't think it's mean. I think it's kind of funny and hip-hop. And, and she said, okay, well, let me hear it. And he wrapped the line for her, which I, I don't really remember what it was, but it wasn't super, it, it was day class A. But um, she was like, oh, that's not mean. Okay, you know, that's fine. And, and he was like, oh, okay, great. And that was the phone call. She says that that really never happened and that she said, you know, oh, no, that's not okay. Don't put that out there. And he did anyway. So he's in the wrong because he didn't tell her all of the details. She's, she, I feel like she kind of lied a little bit because yeah. no one had heard the phone call. So obviously she was like, well, I never approved of that. Um, yeah. But Kim ultimately clapped back on Twitter um, coming to Kanye's defense. I mean, as she should, that's her husband. Um, so she tweeted out, um, just different, I don't want to say disparaging things, but she was basically exposing Taylor Swift and, and calling her a liar, basically. So you be the judge. And here's what Kim said. At Taylor Swift has chosen to reignite an old exchange that at this point in time feels very self-serving given the suffering millions of real victims are facing right now. To be clear, the only issue I ever had around the situation was that Taylor lied through her publicist who stated that Kanye never called to ask for permission, and that was a direct quote. They clearly spoke, so I let you all see that. Nobody ever denied the word bitch was used without her permission. I didn't feel the need to comment a few days ago, and I'm actually really embarrassed and mortified to be doing it right now. But because she continues to speak on it, I feel I'm left without a choice but to respond because she's actually lying. At the time when they spoke, the song had not been fully written yet. But as everyone can see in the video, she manipulated the truth of their actual conversation in her statement when her team said she, and I quote, declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such a misogynistic message, end quote. So she never cautioned him or, you know, strongly declined, you know, so that was a lie, obviously, on her part. Um, so, yeah. you know, expose her, Kimberly. Um, but <laughs> as Kim goes on, she says, to add, Kanye is an artist uh, who has every right to document his musical journey and process, just like she recently did through her documentary. The lie was never about the word bitch. It was always whether there was a call or not and the tone of the conversation. I never edited the footage, which Kim accuses Taylor of. Taylor basically alleged years ago that maybe the footage was altered or edited um, by Kim, who took the video of him making the phone call. Uh, but obviously now Kim is denying that. Anyway, she continues. I only posted a few clips on Snapchat to make my point, and the full video that recently leaked doesn't change the narrative. Kanye has documented the making of all of his albums for his personal archives, however, has never released any of it for public consumption, and the call between the two of them would have remained private or would have gone in the trash had she not lied and forced me to defend him. So wait, did Kim kind of just reveal that she leaked the video? I don't know. Anyway, so Kim ends off her series of tweets saying this. This will be the last time I speak on this because honestly, nobody cares. Uh, you're right. Sorry to bore you with all of this. I know you are dealing with more serious and important matters. I feel like I just don't know why Taylor's bringing it up. I mean, well, she's not bringing it up. The phone call, the phone call was leaked, and so she's basically liking Twitter. Famous. It's called famous. So this is Connie West's words. We're not claiming them as our own. uh, In his famous song, he said, "I feel like me and Taylor might still have." like why i made her famous i made her famous but it doesn't say her it says that word yeah censored. uh for all the girls that got censored from kanye west if you see from the streets give them kanye's best so she he really I didn't mean, tell her all of the lyrics but no, at the I same mean, at the same time what she did hear and what he did tell her she didn't decline to yeah i mean i feel like it's a sticky situation. It's so messy. It's, it's weird because it's like... Would you be uncomfortable? Know. Like, if somebody else was singing about you? Like that? If they were singing something like that about me and they hadn't told me about it first, I would 100% be uncomfortable with it. I actually recently had somebody post, like, a video where they were like... I'm not going to go into full details, but they took it down, fortunately. But it was, like, this whole thing. And it was basically, like... Like an ex-friend they hadn't, posted something well, of you? No, it was like it was supposed to be funny as a joke, so it's kind of like this situation where 
like the joke in and of itself wasn't bad but then they chose to act out the joke and make a video of it and post it online and it was extremely inappropriate and i became very Mm. uncomfortable yeah so that's like you know it's not exactly the same thing but i guess in that sense if maybe she was like she heard it and she was like oh like that's kind of funny haha but then like that shortly she was like oh god like i this is bad like what did i do yeah, which is, uh, I don't know. And, you know, I he mean, he is in the wrong because he didn't tell her all of the lyrics. But as Kim says, you know, at that point, when they did have that phone call in 2016, not all of the lyrics had been written. So he told her effectively what he had written. Now, what he should have done is called her again and followed up and said, hey, I've a- I've also added these lyrics. You know, are you okay with this? And I think... Yeah. I think he was wrong. Well, I just feel like it's messy and it's this big misunderstanding. And I think that, you know, everyone is coming down on Kanye, but he did what he felt was appropriate. I don't think he was trying to scam her or lie to her. I Um, feel like it's a weird thing to write about, though, to be fair. He's trying to be controversial. He's trying to, you know. Well, he got that. Yeah, which, I mean, that made the song famous. So, um I think that people are really coming down on him because they perceive the phone call, you know, of like, oh, well, you only told her a portion of the call. So you could say you called her and got her permission without telling her all of the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, that's very true. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they're both kind of in the wrong, but I feel like Taylor's more in the wrong because she straight up lied about it versus like Kanye made an effort, I guess. Uh, yeah, so. I, I agree. I, I don't know why everyone is coming down on Kanye when... Kim explains, you know, nothing was done maliciously. He was trying to go about it the right way. He just didn't follow through with that until the end. And maybe he took advantage of that phone call and thought, you know, well, I can say I called her and Mm -hmm. that'll be good enough. Um, Maybe he didn't think that way. Maybe he thought I already called her. Maybe she's aware that I'll be talking about her in the song. So that's good enough. Like you really never know. Yeah, um, it's hard to tell. So, but Taylor's PR flat out lied about it, and yeah, and, and that's just not right. I mean, we all listen to the phone call, and we can all agree that Kanye kept her in the dark about some of it because some of it wasn't written yet. So unintentionally or intentionally, he didn't tell her everything. However, you know, her PR saying that she cautiously, you know, declined him of of making such a misogynistic didn't, song, didn't like that, like we n- that didn't happen. So unless there was a second phone call, which we don't know about where she did that, or she sent him a threatening email or a text or which nothing like that has been spoken about. The only, you know, communication they've ever had was through that phone call about that song. So, I mean, clearly we can all hear in that phone call. um, Why is it coming out now of all things? Because it it leaked on it. It just randomly leaked online. So, I mean, hey, good coronavirus Um, quarantine content, though. I guess. Well, I to keep think, us entertained. I just think they need to drop it. I just think they need to drop it. To be honest. Yeah, I think it's on the way down. I think Kim really put an it's end to it on Twitter. Like it's not. It's not. He's not going to unrelease the song. Yeah, I mean, it was. Sure. It was almost four or five years ago, and the fact that the video is leaking now, I really think it's going to be the last time that everybody talks about it. Like this is the last hurrah. Like after this, you know, the full phone calls out. You know, they've all made more statements. You know, I just think that there's no more to kind of reveal or expose about it now. Um, Yeah. But I personally have never really been a huge fan of Taylor Swift. Um, You know, I don't want to use the word snake, although people on the internet call her a snake. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that she might be a little tiny bit money hungry. Um, And that's my personal opinion. I think she's a little, I think that fame changed her, in my opinion. Um, but I personally, I'm team Kim and Kanye. That's my opinion. But what, I mean, if you had to take sides, whose side would you be on in this dispute? Um, I would. It's tough. Um, I would say purely for the fact that her PR team lied, I'm going to take Kanye and Kim's side. However, I still feel like those lyrics never should have been used at all, even with her permission, just because I feel like it's a little disrespectful, but also like it's, you know, it, yeah, whatever. it's hip hop, it's rap. It's what it is basically. But, um, you know, that was, I, I think this is really the last time we'll all be talking about it, which I don't think anyone has an issue with because everyone's been talking about it for four years now. 
Um, yeah, it's just like get over it. And like you said, the song's not going anywhere. Like, these people aren't going anywhere. Obviously, they'll never find common ground. They'll never be friends. Like, let's yeah. just move and on. Like, you're bringing, you're bringing more attention to the song and the lyrics by talking about anything with it rather than if you just said nothing at all. You know? Yeah. Like, it, I mean, to say something in the moment, sure, I understand that. But, like, four years later, like, people don't care anymore. We've moved on. We're focusing on other things. And now we're going to go back and listen to it and be like, oh, wait. Yeah, that's definitely. What you said? Oh, my God. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. On to our next story. Um, Duffy, rumor has it. Uh, has posted on her Instagram page. She sent a little message to Joe Wiley. Um, and if you guys remember, we talked about in a previous episode about how she kind of talked she about came out about the spotlight for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, talked about her, you know, her experience. So she wrote this thing to Joe Wiley. She said, um, "Hi, Joe Wiley. Hope you're doing well and keeping safe. Wanted to send you this to play on the radio if you want. You may have read the words I wrote a few weeks back. I do feel freer. Tried to follow up with a spoken interview, but it's harder than I thought. I will follow up in writing soon." Universal Music, and no one knows I'm doing this. They won't be mad. They're lovely people. So here's a song. Here's something beautiful. That's the name. Uh, it's just something for you to play people on the radio during these troubling times. If you like the song, of course, if it lifts spirits. I don't plan to release it. I just thought a little something might be nice for people if they're at home on lockdown. Duffy X. So, yeah. So that was cool. I think that's really sweet. I yeah. think that's super cool. And I, you touched on a few weeks ago, we talked about um, her revealing different struggles that she's gone through and, and some things, like you said, that uh, pulled her out of the public eye. Um, and we touched on that a few episodes ago, if you want to go back and listen to it. Um, it's pretty traumatic what she went through. Um, Definitely. Very brave of her to talk about it and be so open about it. Um, have you listened to the new song? Did you listen to Something Beautiful? I have not, but I definitely need to. It's just um, because... So I'm sure it's extraordinary. It's powerful. great. I loved it. Um, Joe Wiley, who she wrote the little, she sent that as an email. I think she revealed, and she also posted about it on Instagram to kind of let her fans know what was going on. So Joe Wiley is a BBC radio host, and um, Duffy sent her the song, and Joe actually played it that night on the radio. So it's it's on YouTube now. You can listen to it. It's an amazing song. Honestly, it is. It's um, if if like if anyone out there listens to Duffy's music. It's like true Duffy. She makes very kind of old school, simple, feel good music. And it's a really beautiful song. Um, so if you well, need yeah, something to listen to in quarantine, then I mean, hit up Duffy's YouTube. It's a, And you need to listen to the song. It's a great song. I do. I do. Yes. I'm, so I, wanna, I hope it makes me cry. It, girl, <laughs> it was so good. I listened to it the other morning when I woke up. Um, because she hasn't released anything since like 2015 or so, or even before that. I mean, she's been on a really long hiatus. So I think this kind of signals her getting back into music, which is exciting. Yeah, definitely. So on to our reality check. I think we all need a good reality check. Um, our <laughs> weekly reality TV roundup. Uh, first, before getting into some of that news, I want to give a special little shout out and thanks to Leanne, uh, Real Housewives of Dallas star Leanne Locken for coming on our show last week. Um, she's our first celebrity guest, uh, the first of many. Um, but Leanne is honestly, you know, from firsthand experience talking with her. I know she's beat up a lot on social media for controversial things that she's done on the show. But, you know, I can say that, you know, I've been in communication with her PR woman who is lovely. Um, Leanne is lovely. I have a little message thing going on with her on Instagram, which is fun. Um, she's just so open and honest and true to herself. And, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. She's the coolest person you'll ever talk to. She's the real deal. Um, and she came on our show without hesitation. You know, I told her we're a newer podcast. You know, we recently launched, would you like to come on and be a guest? And without hesitation, she said, yes. You know, she gave me an email to email we and we set it. it up, which I thought was just so nice because, you know, so many people don't, you know, there are people that have snubbed us and haven't responded back or, um, you know, but she just like totally was like, no problem. Like, let's do it. Um, Which was incredibly kind. Yeah. Amazing. And I had, I had my friend Abby come in and co-host that with me, which was her first little kind of jump into the rumor mill. We're going to start incorporating her and integrating her into some special episodes and interviews and um, different things. She's a special little co-host that we want to start bringing on. Um, so that was kind of really her first experience 
recording anything like that too, which was fun because she's she's a fan of of Dallas, and I need to get you watching it, girl. Yeah, I'm in quarantine now, so I'm gonna. I know you have all the time in the world, (laughs) and uh, Dallas, Real Housewives of Dallas, is on the list of shows that have been postponed because of COVID nineteen because all the bars and restaurants are closed. They can't do a cast trip. Um, Mm -hmm. That is the same issue with. Real Housewives of Atlanta, they finished filming their season, which is currently airing now, but they can't film the reunion. So we don't really know what's going to happen with that, if that's going to just be postponed or if there'll be a reunion. Hopefully they will. And there's actually some Atlanta reunion tea, isn't there? From Kenya Moore? Didn't she yeah, post something? So apparently, uh, Kenya posted on her Instagram um, a photo of a box full of receipts. Love that. And uh, she said, Real Housewives of Atlanta season 12 reunion will be epic. The truth about all these fake friendships will be exposed. Secrets have been kept way too long. All the snakes' heads will be cut off. My receipts are ready. I so mean, come on. So really teasing that there's, yeah. there's some stuff that's about to come out. So I, I hope they don't cancel the reunion. I think they'll just postpone it. And, you know, the season is going to end coming up pretty quick here. And maybe the reunion will just be pushed off i'm hoping um rhoc is also going through that issue they and and real housewives of new jersey too oc in new jersey just began filming their new seasons and one week into filming they had to call it off because of corona um and i'm personally also wondering about beverly hills because their season has been filmed and it's being edited right now that will premiere on april 15th um but when are they going to be able to record their reunion like, yeah, no, for we sure. don't know. And yeah, well, uh, the Beverly Hills trailer just came out. It did, and it looks, yes. it looks like it's going to be a blast. It's it looks be, so good. So it's going to be a very fun season. What was your moment that you were like, oh my gosh? Because the trailer was crazy. It was jam-packed. of Like, there's more drama than I thought was going to be there. What were you most yeah. shocked by in the trailer? Um, I, I was a little shocked when... Well, because we talked about before how I love Teddy. Yeah, I love Teddy. So Um, so they're like, Teddy's boring. Oh, yeah. Part of me was like, I mean, she's not as dramatic as the other housewives. So I get that. But also, I think that's part of what I like about her so much. Yeah. She's my favorite. She's real. I feel like she's the most, I feel like, I'm just going to say, I feel like she's the most down to earth. Yeah. I think we talked about that. Person I've seen. Yeah on the sh- any of the housewife shows um and so it's like is she boring because she's not causing all this drama i yeah. guess if you want to put it that way but i don't think but I if think she, she is involved in a normal way if she is involved in any drama she's not afraid to speak her mind and go toe-to-toe with somebody you know exactly. That's what I, I think like about her. and i think that makes her very authentic. yeah i think that makes her very different because you know a lot of the other housewives you know across all franchises are always looking for their moment so they're always 100 percent go 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 and teddy's a very like you know a quiet sleeping dragon until you wake her up which exactly. i love that so and, and i think it's cool because what um, you, gonna say? Go. you know she like she kind of just you know yeah, I she's real. You forgot what you're gonna say about Teddy, <laughs> um, that she is a queen. Um, she is. She is. I love Teddy. Yeah. If I if you something about how she like speaks her mind, but I forgot what it was. Something Maybe, like love that. You, Teddy. Yeah, love you, Teddy. Love you, Teddy. <laughs> so that woman actually that called her boring is one of the new cast members. Her name is Sutton. She is Lisa Rinna's friend. And actually, she was supposed to be a full-time cast member. And at the last second, it was revealed um, last week when the trailer went up and the cast photos went up that she wasn't full-time and that she's actually been downgraded to a friend of the show this season. Um, And apparently, reportedly, that has to do with some issues that she's having with her ex-husband that has kind of gotten in the way of her filming like at home or like personal scenes. Um, so basically they just had to cut some footage of her and made her a friend of, um, but in the trailer, we also saw the new housewife Garcelle. Um, I'm really excited for Garcelle. She's the first African-American Beverly Hills housewife. I mean, come on. Which is incredible. I mean, amazing. Um, finally. (laughs) Yes. And all this time and Brandy's coming back and Adrian Maloof is making a cameo. Eileen Davidson is making a cameo. You know, Camille Grammer is coming back. Um, 
Kim Richards is coming back. Like, I just feel like this cast, like, there has never been more Beverly Hills alumni in one season. And I mean, that's kind of fitting because it's the decade season. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I'm also a little bit curious of why Lisa Rinna and Teddy looked like they were arguing at one moment. Yeah. That no, was interesting. And and Kyle and Dorit. Kyle and Dorit seem like they have some beef. Um, yeah. It's going to be, a, it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun season for sure. Oh, and of course the whole Brandy and Denise drama, which yes. of course <laughs> we'll have to watch that play out. Um, Brandy's not allowed to comment on it because Denise sent her a dis- uh, cease and desist. Um, cause Brandy kind of alleges that she has proof that they had an affair or cause uh, it's complicated, yeah. but we'll see how it plays out. And I'm excited. So, uh, Beverly Hills season 10 premieres April 15th. I'm going to force you to watch it with me. I'm in. I'm very much in. <laughs> yes. And, uh, actually the Real Housewives of New York is also going to start airing next month, their 12th season. And their intro and taglines just came out and people are kind of not super happy with them because people think they're boring, which, you know, Dorinda, um, her tagline was first. Her tagline, I think it was, you know, I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. And I thought, really? That's your tagline? Like, could she not do better? You know, we... (sighs) People are coming down on her especially. Loves these taglines, except Dorinda's. <laughs> yeah, seriously, everyone, so, everyone's kind of coming down on Dorinda because they think her tagline is vanilla, which it is. It's not personal, like that. It's like if you Google, like strong. if yeah. you Google, like housewives tagline ideas, like that's probably the first one that will pop up. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. Like, girl, come on. Yeah, come on. Something more powerful. If you had what a housewives tagline, oh, oh oh my god, okay. we both asked the same <laughs> question. <laughs> Yes, okay. If you had a housewife's tagline, what would it be? Um, I may not be good with money, but I always have the receipts. Yes, I love that. that would I, be mine. <laughs> I think mine I think mine would be um um what what is it? Um oh no, here it is, here it is. Okay. Um I may be low down, but I'm never on the down low. I love that. Girl, <laughs> I always forget like how to say it and then I have to remind myself, but um that That's would be so me. Funny. I'm I may be low down, but I'm never on the down low. Hey. The other one that I would consider doing um, would be like I'll never throw the first punch, but I'm always a knockout. Yes, that was I think that was Melissa Gorga's tagline from some season of was Jersey. It? No, was it really? Yes, it was. Oh my god! Oh, okay, and can spirits, yes. <laughs> Caroline Manzo's tagline from some season in Jersey, I think, was um, "Love me or hate me, I'll always speak the truth." And like that, got, girl, that's me. That's me. Um, that is you. <laughs> so we actually have some RHOC drama between Shannon and Kelly and Tamara and Vicky. So as viewers know, uh, Tamara and Vicky and Shannon are the self-proclaimed Trace Amigas best friends. And they have all had their issues with Kelly Dodd. Um, now, I like Kelly Dodd. I like all of them, honestly. But um, Kelly has kind of gone in and out of friendships with all of them. And ending last season, she was on the outs with all of them. So now that uh, Tamara and Vicky are no longer on the show, um, it appears on social media that Kelly and Shannon have made up. Uh, And they both posted photos with each other on their Instagrams. And actually, after that happened, Tamara and Vicky both unfollowed uh, Shannon on social media. And then Tamara posted some quote about fake friends. Like, you know... Um, they'll follow you in the light, but they never follow you into the shadows or something like that. So it has people wondering, you know, are they mad at Shannon for making up with Kelly? Which, would you be mad if your friends cut you off because you became friends with one of their enemies? Oh, 100%. The thing is, too, is it's like I can put myself in um, the other person's shoes and be like, okay, like, because I've been in situations where it's like, okay, look, if you're friends with this person, like, I just can't be friends with you because the things that they have done to me are too painful, extreme and unkind and evil. And if you really care about me as a person, then you would not associate with them because, like, how do you, you know, when they've done X, Y, and Z, how do you look at them and go, oh, that's somebody I want to spend my time with? Yeah. But at the same time, 
by the other flip of the coin, there are some people that I just don't get along with that other people do. And it's like, you know what? It's not like that person's a bad person or that I'm a bad person. We just don't click. Don't and our energies don't mix really well, but your guys might. And that's fine. You know, like I'll be cordial to them even if I don't necessarily like them, but like yeah. we're just not going to ever be besties. And that's also fine. And I feel like that's how I try to look at other situations too. Is It's like if I want to be friends with somebody – yeah. Like one of my friends doesn't like, like okay well what have they done to you you know and then what's your side of the story other person you know and then yeah. it's like well this could kind of go either way you're both in the wrong but I feel like okay I can establish a friendship with this person but it's like it's a really it's a, it really it depends and the thing is is that mostly uh Vicky and Kelly have always gone back and forth well uh, when Kelly first came on the show Vicky and Kelly were friends and then uh Vicky started well the issue was is that Kelly and her husband got divorced and Vicky set uh, Kelly's ex-husband up with one of her friends. And Vicky started going on double dates with Kelly's ex-husband, which Kelly thought was kind of a betrayal. Which, mm-hmm. it's it could go either way, honestly. It's, I, little, it, it, it's, it's, it's on the line. Um, yeah. But, so since then, which was a few seasons ago, Kelly and Vicky have always been at odds. Serious, like, vicious rumors and lies about each other that they've both been, like, going at each other. I think Vicky accused... Kelly of doing cocaine. Like, it's oh, like wow. their relationship is vicious. So, um, when Tamara and Shannon, I think they appeared on some pod, the Juicy Scoop podcast with Heather McDonald. Um, and they talked uh, trash about uh, an ex OC wife's husband or ex husband. And that was Jim Bellino, Alexis Bellino, her ex husband. He basically took them to court for defamation. And allegedly, Kelly texted Jim Bellino and said, you know, if you need to dispose me as a witness, you know, I can tell you who these people are in court. Or I can tell you all about these people in court. And so that destroyed her, Kelly's relationships with Shannon and Tamara, obviously. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So people are, I personally like Kelly and Shannon as friends. Obviously, Tamara and Vicky don't because they feel like maybe she's moving on too quickly or this is going to end badly. I don't know. Well, I, it could go either way. Out, I yeah, in season 15, which we don't know when that's going to be because it's been postponed. I'm excited for this season, even though, you know, Vicky and Tamara are leaving. We'll give it a shot. All right. Now it's time for our TRM chart check, which is my personal favorite segment. It's a little like moment of expertise. So- here for it. <laughs> Buckle in, ladies and so, gentlemen. Yes. At the Hot 100, number one song, still the Boxer Roddy Rich. Which, that's it's just like, like a... 11 Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Go him. Well done. Um, and number two is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which is the new pick for that song. So that's great. The Weeknd. Uh, number three, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Number four, Life is Good by Future featuring Drake. Number five, Still Circles by Post Malone. Um... Number six, Roxanne, Arizona Survives. Seven is Adore You by Harry Styles, which is a new peak for him, which I actually really like that song. Eh, I, I'm not a huge fan of Harry Styles. I like it. I think it's cute. I like it. Um, then eight, Intentions by Justin Bieber featuring Quavo, which we talked about before. Yeah, that went up. Um, that, that uh, yeah, it went back. It Actually, wasn't it like at number 10 and like now it's even farther into the top 10? Yeah, it's kind of been bouncing around a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. doing its thing. Um, nine is someone you loved by Lewis Capaldi, and then number ten, everything I wanted by Billie Eilish. I think it's a good song. I'm that that like... re-entered the top ten, I think, and it someone did. you yeah, loved I it believe. too. And thank yeah. God, let's all take a moment to celebrate. Memories by Maroon Five is officially gone. It's off the charts. <laughs> thank God. Oh, and Lady Gaga's song "Stupid Love" that peaked at number five, and it actually. I think now it's down to 25, so it kind of dropped. Yeah, it's at number 25 yeah. now, so it dropped. And then Camila Cabello's My Oh My just entered the top 20 at 18. Oh, okay. So good for so, her. You know, do, they're doing things. Um, yeah. Moving oh, on and, to the and 200. wait, Demi Lovato's song, I Love Me, um, that, oh, yeah. I think that debuted and peaked at number 15 in the top 20, and it's like totally gone now. That's kind of yeah. sad. Oh, and uh, Katy Perry's new song, Never Worn White which she announced her pregnancy in, the music video, mm-hmm. never even charted on the Hot 100. Like, anywhere. Yeah. It didn't even chart. Isn't that sad? sad. Like, people sad. are calling her, like, irrelevant. They're calling her over, you know, because she can't chart anymore. What do you think about that? Um, you know, I feel like K. 
Katy Perry, I feel like, was very, like, kind of 2000s. Yeah. And then once we kind of moved to the 2010s, I feel like she's slowly just been kind of dropping off. I don't have anything against her. I don't think it's necessarily anything that she's doing wrong. I just think that the, um, the culture of music has changed a lot. And the yeah. music that she likes to make isn't bad. It's just not the sound that people right now are looking for. Yeah. Because right now, like we've talked about before, it's a lot of hip hop. It's a lot of, you know, R&B. Um, kind of that. The pop, trendy radio. Yeah. Kind of sound is in. And she's kind of just the pure pop princess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly, people think that the reason why her music has fallen off in recent years is after the whole thing came out about Dr. Luke and Kesha, um, Mm -hmm. Katy Perry stopped working with Dr. Luke. um, And I think Max Martin or so, who was another producer, um, and she kind of changed her direction. And after that, she's really been hard-pressed to get another hit. Um, So her new album is coming out this summer. We'll see how that does. Um, I, I wish her the best. I hope she does well. Do you think that she'll ever have another big, huge hit? Or do you think that maybe her days of ruling the charts are kind of over? What do you think about that? I think she could definitely put out another hit. You know, I think if you... I mean, artists do it all the time. You know what the yeah. algorithm wants. You know what people want to listen to and copy that exactly. And you make a song, then yeah, you'll trend. Um, I don't think she's going to come full like full circle come back and be like the queen of music again yeah um but was she ever really the queen of music though i think that i think that lady gaga overshadowed her a lot and still continues to yeah i think i think she's great but she's she's kind of somebody like everybody knows who katie perry is listening to everybody like she has a few really big songs but i don't think she's ever been quite the person that like everybody's listening to her full albums i feel like people have always kind of followed her for her singles yeah like exactly her her big songs yeah i I think that's i think she'll stay alive i think she'll stay afloat by oh yeah just keep producing singles or like a few songs per album that like really hit definitely i i think that she is someone that everybody knows as you know oh that's katie perry but unless you're a diehard stan you're not really listening to her music she's not i don't want to call her irrelevant but she's not she's not relevant right now and she hasn't been for the last few years the question is will she be relevant i think now that she's pregnant and she's releasing new music and you know she's been out of the public eye for a while she's been on american idol releasing things here and there, but she hasn't really released a full body of work for a few years now. So the question is, can she retain or get back her relevance with new music? And we'll see. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, moving on to the Billboard 200 chart, we'll get our top albums this week. At number one for its second week in a row is Eternal Attack, I think, by Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, weird. Never heard Uh, of that. it's A T A K E, so I think it's attack, but I'm not. Oh, sure. eternal a, a eternal a a take. I've never known how to pronounce that word. I don't know. We're, We're moving <laughs> not on. Sure. So at number two, by little baby is my turn, which went up two spots to number two. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Number three, Y H L Q M D L G by Bad Bunny it stayed in the same spot. Did we um, ever figure out what that meant? No. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I'm just going to keep calling it by the letters. Yeah. Um, number four, Fresh In, Niall Horan's new album, Heartbreak Weather. Good for him. Which is, I like that name, actually, Heartbreak yeah. Weather. Yeah. I feel like the, do you feel like the One Direction people have kind of fallen off a little bit? Um, I, I feel like they're One Direction music in and of itself. Yeah. But... Because Harry and Niall are really the only ones that can get into the charts. Because yeah, Zane's, Zane, Zane's last Zane album really been flopped. Yeah. I don't even remember who the other two are. <laughs> um, Louie and... Um, who's the other person? Li- um, I don't know. Well, Liam. anyway... Wait, Liam? Li- oh, Liam, that's it. Liam actually just released a new album this year, and... It did not sell well. It totally flopped. It tanked. 
Um, well, Harry and Mel were always the favorites. Yeah. So. so I feel like definitely this is turning into a Destiny's Child thing or a Spice Girls thing. Like when they mm-hmm. all broke off, they were all famous for a minute. And like now, like the top dogs are like, you know. Yeah. You're finding out who kind of carried the band. Yeah, bit. definitely. At number five, we've got Janae Echo with Chalambo and or Chalambo. And uh, that went down three spots to number five. So it was at number two last week. Um, but hey, she's still on the charts. Still killing it, so go her. Um, at number six, please excuse me for being antisocial by Roddy Rich. It's still in the at top number 10. six. But it's been on the charts for like 15 weeks, I think, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, then number seven is a new album, Heaven or Hell by Dan Tolliver. Never so heard of it. <laughs> cool, go him. Um, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone is dropped down to number eight. It's slowly, it's been on the chart for 28 weeks. So it's been yeah. there for a hot minute. Yeah. Which is great for him. But it's fading. Um, circles, I'm tired of the song. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> true, overplayed. I'm, I'm, but Hollywood's Bleeding is a great album, so, you know. Um, and number nine is Changes by Justin Bieber. It's the same number uh, number nine there. And then the Frozen 2 soundtrack jumped up eight spots. What? And it's now at number ten. Yeah. Oh, that must be because Frozen 2 recently was added to Disney+. Plus, Yeah. So that people could watch it. Yep. See, and what? Then, Number 10, yeah. they made it into the top 10. I can't even believe that. I'm not surprised, though. Yeah, I mean, lots I'm of people are listening to it. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and then, actually, I, was that number 11 now? But I just remember in there. Uh, Map of the Soul 7 by BTS went down three spots to number 11. So oh. they're on the charts now. But they were on the charts for... Yeah. They're still in the top 20, so we're still, we're still here for it. But, yeah. you know. All right, well, I think that's everything cycling through our quarantined rumor mill this week. Yeah, it is. Um, make sure you guys stay home, stay safe, you know, wash your hands, um, use hand sanitizer, don't go anywhere unless you absolutely have to. Yes. Um, just take the precautions that you need to to keep yourself safe, your family safe, and other people safe that aren't, you know, that you know, because we're all in this together here and we can't do it unless everybody does their part by kind of staying home. So. Yeah. And I want this to clear up because this summer for my graduation trip, I'm supposed to take, we're supposed to go to Newport in California. And we're going to go to Beverly Hills because I've never been to Beverly Hills. And I'm praying that I accidentally run into like Lisa Rinna or like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm actually going to go to hoping that everything clears up and reopens. Um, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant Pump, which That'd is in be Beverly so Hills, cool. which hopefully maybe maybe we'll run into Lisa Vanderpump. You never know. But yes. if everyone keeps going out and doesn't stay home, then the longer this thing goes on. So if we all stay home... It'll flatten the curve. Exactly. So you can listen to our podcast. We're still going to be releasing episodes every single week. Yes. Um, the link is in our bio on Instagram, the .rumor.mil. If you're not following us already there, um, you can kind of keep up with events as they come. Yes, and on Twitter at TRM Updates, on our YouTube channel at The Rumor Mill. Um, we are still going to be active, like Lexi said, posting episodes, uh, recording every week. Um, hopefully this quarantine stuff ends because we're lining up some interviews with more housewives and we are just going to keep chugging right along. Exactly. Exactly. stay safe out there. We're doing our part. Please do yours. Yes. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes. See you next week. New episodes every Friday.